There's an infinite number of universes out there. In many of them, there is a podcast by us. In one of them, it's good. Please enjoy. Hi, friend. It's Eamon here. Just a quick apology that this episode's a little bit rough. The audio is still good quality. It's just I didn't get time to, like, prioritize doing this whole thing at the moment in my life, and that's fine. Um, Hopefully that'll settle down one day, but for now... We still have an episode this week. I'm very excited to share it with you. We recorded it a few weeks ago. No, we recorded it, like, on the day. Don't tell anyone that we record early. Um, (laughs) But um, I'm really happy that you're here listening to this, and I just want to give a quick shout-out to some podcasts I enjoy, namely Way Too Broad with my good friend Hannah, who's my new internet friend, which is three good friends talking about their obsessions for the week and usually, more importantly, like spinning like wild phrases based on random things that happen to them and like finding the comedy and everything. I love it. And the other is Heartbeats, which is a podcast. Uh, it's a tabletop RPG actual play, but not as you know it. This is more about ordinary people in a fantasy world dealing with um, their own personalities and the, the weird things that happen in a small town. It's kind of like um, how Stardew Valley would be if I did play it properly, um, but also a lot more. Shout out to Xander for giving this show a shot and letting me know that he's slowly working through the backlog now. That's amazing. I love it. Thank you so much. For everyone else, if you haven't heard of either of these shows, Go search in your little podcast aggregator, whatever thing that you use to get this show, um, and search for Heartbeats, and also search for Way Too Broad. Both of those will improve your life just a little bit. Maybe more. Thanks for listening. I'll see you back in time, I guess. I'll. I, this is future me, so let's go listen to past me, and also Zeb, who's also wonderful. Bye! podcast with Eamon and Zeb. I'm Eamon. And I'm Zeb. And I think, you know what? I'm feeling pretty confident that you can take the reins on this one, Zeb. Oh, that's good, because so am I. It's my favorite day of the year, you know? You know, everyone, everyone, we all have a favorite day. I have a lot. We visit a lot of days, so if anything, I think you and I are probably like, we're pretty, we're, we're the closest thing you would know to an expert on days. <laughs> Um, At this point, most yeah. People, most people only know seven plus the seasonal ones. Like, they know Monday through Sunday, Christmas, um, and then, you know, an assortment of whatever cultural cultural days you then partake in. Mm, birthdays. But, you know, we've seen Peanut Day. We've seen uh, Sandwich Day. We are truly cultured in the culture of days. And this one's one of my favorites. It's the 27th of September. Also, the 20, 270th day of the year, which, um, I mean, is that not already good symmetry? 271st of its leap year in the Gregorian calendar. There are 95 days remaining in the year, people. Um, Stop this countdown thing you keep treasure, doing. It's not feeling like there's de- 105 days left, 95 days left. It's terrifying. Treasure your days. They're numbered. Um, anyway, as I was saying, 
It's in. It's the same year, same day that in 1066, William the Conqueror and his army set sail for the mouth of the River Sum, um, beginning the Norman conquest of England. What is which, this? I mean, if bit? we all, if we all, um, you've never done facts like we, this. If we all, is this your version of the is show? That, is that not one of the most important things in our history? I mean, it's also the Battle of Plough. <laughs> what is going on? Um. <laughs> But I mean, um, more importantly than all of these things, the most monumental thing to occur on this day is, of course, that it's uh, uh, Crushing Cans Day. You even got the title of it wrong. It's crushing, Crush crushing, a Can Day. It's Crushing a Can Crushing a Can Day. No, it's Crush a Can Day. Is that what you said? Yeah. It's let's, that one. let's say it together. One, two, three. Crush a crushing Can Day. Crushing the Cans. <laughs> it's the Crushing the Cans Day. And... It's a good day. Um, hashtag crush can day. Use that on your tweets today. Um, you know you want to, so don't hold com- don't don't hold back. If you got a can, you just got to get it and go snoop, smoosh, smoosh that can on down. It's an opportunity for you to crush, squeeze, and bend something into a satisfyingly small shape. How many things can you do that with besides cardboard boxes and you know cheesels? Um, cans. They seem sturdier. They seem like something you shouldn't be crushing, but you can. You are a strong human, and you can do it. We say, yes, we can. (laughs) Yes, we can. Take that can, and you can do that. Uh, I didn't get your joke at first. (laughs) I'm pretty pretty sure that was Obama's original slogan was, yes, we can crush. And people didn't really understand what he was saying. And he was talking about crushing cans. But people really took to it as a really good motivational sort of thing for improving our society. They're like, yes, we can crush. I want an edited video of him giving that speech. And like someone just has some arms like it kind of like pan up in the frame and then crush a can. Or he's just crushing cans throughout his whole inauguration speech. Just like doing it the whole time being like, yes, we can. <laughs> yes, we can crush. Um, well, whenever whenever the word can is said, arms photoshop into existence and like <laughs> crush a can. So it's like Obama's inauguration speech, except every time he can, he can. Crush yeah, a can, well, can. I remember he was like, yes, we can. And he was holding up a can and he crushed it with his bare fist. It was amazing. <laughs> just one hand, not even both. Just like. <laughs> yeah. Well, he did it. He can do that. So it's crush a can day. It's a good day. On Crush a I mean, Can not Day. When the, not, not when the drink's in it. Well, maybe. Or can you? Or can you? Can Has anyone you? done that? What happens? Do you, I guess it would just spurt drink everywhere. <laughs> That's a fun prank I like to do is when I see someone drinking out of a can is I walk over and I just sort of crush it down into a small cube and all the drink is everywhere, but they, they get the joke. I suppose if you just do it from the top, so it's sitting there on the bench, nearly full, and you sort of grab it from the top, but in a way that between your fingers is the hole where the the drinker, where you drink from, and you sort of crush it, and the drink goes floop up in the air, making like a little fountain effect to go with it. Or just like a good prank is to just like, if you see someone drinking like out of a perfectly unruined can, you just walk over and squeeze it a little so the edges (laughs) are bent. And that would bother me. I'd be like, oh, man, this is perfectly cylindrical a second ago. Now I can feel this bump in it. This shape is so inefficient. This is ridiculously inefficient. Did you know a slight, like, the can is, like, it's not, that's not something that just happened. Like, that was a, that's, that's not science. A, yeah, it didn't happen d- in nature. No, no. 
Yeah, it evolved. These cans <laughs> form five hundred feet below the earth, and we mine them out. <laughs> no, like like a lot of engineering went into designing the shape of cans. Because like, why aren't they cubes, or why aren't they like rectangles? Wouldn't mm. that be a bit easy to pack for like companies? Wouldn't you think? Mm, yeah. Like, why are they round? Doesn't that seem dumb? Well, they've got. Doesn't that seem- They they figured out that sharp edges hurt teenagers. Well, they don't have to be sharp edges. They could be kind of softened. Unless you squeeze it and make a sharp edge. <laughs> Maybe they were sharp and like they were kind of hard to squeeze like that. Yeah, I'm guessing. I'm, be- I'm guessing like all the research was based into creating the perfect crushable can. Probably because like a square can that'd be harder to crush. It's got those hard supportive edges, but a uh, cylindrical can apply some pressure from the sides, pressure from the top. You got a good crushable thing. Yeah, like you notice how like buildings aren't the shape of like cans. They're all shaped much more squarey <laughs> so they can't be crushed. <laughs> if giants do attack, we're ready. But in an alternate society where we went, what if we make it completely smooth all the way around? This is what science fiction says we should do and it looks way sleeker. And that's when the giants attack. Yeah, they, go, see, the, <laughs> they see the can shape and it reminds them of things that they can crush. <laughs> They're like, this is just, this is, this is time to recycle this planet. (laughs) (laughs) Now, tell me about that engineering stuff, though. Um, like, pause. I have to find the article again. (laughs) One second. Like, I read this the other day in, like, depth. And I was like, what? Well, not the other day, but relatively recently to this, surprisingly. I've seen the way machines do it. It's fascinating. Hmm. How do they do it? I'm not telling you. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> what if you cut in with say how they do it while I do this quick thing? Well, I can't remember what you said before you left. Uh, well, or did, did you just say pause immediately after I asked for any information? I said pause immediately after I asked for any information. So. Um. <laughs> okay, one sec. Oh, it's interesting you should ask that. Um, meanwhile, what's the sh- you know how the shape is? Recently you visited how that happens? That's not what I meant <laughs> when I told you that I... Saw how they were made. How were they made? Um, pause. <laughs> I found this good picture of like the different can designs. One's like a perfect sphere. It's like a Christmas bauble. And one's a perfect square. Oh, no, okay, you, okay, you just... <laughs> I can't. Okay, I've got an answer. I've I got can't an describe. You, you just tell me as if I just said, tell me about that engineering though. One sec. I'll do the answer to the thing and then I'll do that. Then I'll ask you that. It's not that complicated, but yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, but there's not a whole lot to it. Like, it's just basically soda cans, if they were too spherical, it leaves too much space with the packing. So, when they're spherical- Cylindrical. Uh, cylindrical. But, like, what, they could have been spherical. That's that's the That was the question of the thing I read. I mean, the problem with them being- One second, I need to redo all that. I, that was a jumbled mess. <laughs> right, one second. Let's work it backwards. Okay. But, yeah, it's just good design, like, basically. Like- there's a couple of designs you could have had. Like they could just be spheres, but they'd roll off the table. That that'd be bad. They'd better be easier to crush, but just problematic in that sense. But if they were like more cubular, they'd be those cans would need to be stronger because there'd be tension at the edges, uh, and they'd be kind of awkward to drink from. They don't like your hand wouldn't like perfectly fit around it. Like name one square thing that you eat. I can't. You're breaking up. <sighs> okay, just answer my question. <laughs> name one square thing that you eat. Ah, uh, hmm. A uh, big block of cheese. Yeah, but do you eat that by holding it in your hand conveniently? Or do you just sort I of d- like- I, I do when I slice it up into smaller squares. 
I guess small cubes would be okay, but not to drink from. You could, I guess, and you could carve why. out. You could carve out like a good can shape out of a block of cheese, or like even a square one. Like carve out a, a funnel for some liquids to pour through. Maybe that's what the cheese industry is lacking. Maybe that's why the kids aren't eating cheese these days. It's just not as efficient to both fit in their hands or crush. <laughs> I want to crush this cheese. This cheese can. God, I want to crush some cheese right now. <laughs> but yeah, you were saying that you like saw some something of how they make the cans. Oh, yeah. And then I told you I, I don't have any information on that. Oh, okay. I missed that part. <laughs> um, either way. Well, what happens is the machine made of metal presses down into some metal. Essentially, the the fascinating thing is that a can is a single piece of metal. That's what's wow. fascinating. It starts out as like a puck, and then a bunch of different uh, Whoa, wait, 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 mechanisms wait. press into so you're it saying- and stretch it out into the can shape. So you're saying they start off crushed, they uncrush them. <laughs> They fill them with a liquid, we drink the liquid, and then we re-crush them, send them back, and then I assume they reinflate them back into cans. <laughs> with a little tiny, like, <laughs> like a foot pump, probably. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's pretty much re-inflate it. Reinflate the can. They're like balloons. <laughs> that are sturdy. Wow. But yeah, no, I found that fascinating is that, like... Drink cans. I think uh, other cans are slightly different, but drink cans, the, the main standard sort of can, it's pressed out of a piece of metal through a bunch of different sort of things. Mm, fascinating. I'm just checking how close we are to the ad zone. How long have we been recording? That's it. Let's go. Um, yeah. I mean, it's cool how they could make like a metal thing like that, especially like in ancient history, it would have just like well, relatively recent history. It would have been just a bag. That you bought. I mean, literally, they came door to door with milk and gave it, like, have you got your milk jug to refill? Because you couldn't crush that. Yeah, you could try. Good luck crushing that. I mean, he says even Coke bottles were glass for a while. I mean, I guess glass, the equivalent to crushing it is just dropping it or bumping it on literally anything and it's destroyed. Yeah. And then, but you can't reinflate that one, I guess. Yeah, I guess not. If anything, they're probably easier to crush, but, like, it's not crushing. If (laughs) we're talking about... Um, beverage like containers and things that like serve delicious tasty snacks in um, I know that some places I'm not sure which countries but um, like uh, uh, corner stores and things like that will like give out slushies or drinks in like a bag with a straw <laughs> which is wild to what? me it's just the just different way that they've decided to do it is guess, that it's served in a bag with a straw <laughs> Kind of like Canada like- with their milk. Ugh. Wait, that's real? Yeah, Canada. <laughs> I think Canada um, has wide usage or something of um, getting milk in a bag instead of a bottle. Here, here I'm going, Ugh. Drinking, drinking things out of bags. Meanwhile, here in Australia, like the alcohol of our youth comes in a bag. <laughs> Goon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have a game in Australia. So, Goon, Goon is... It's, it's wine. It's a wine that comes in a bag for ten dollars, <laughs> <laughs> and you know you can call it the fancy name, but it's goon. It's 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 not it's not the highbrow alcohol. But there's a game called Goon of Fortune where you get a heap of goon bags and then hang them off a clothesline. 
and like spin it around and whoever it lands on like drinks the goon but there's a few of them and then everyone drinks the goon it's not a game i like i have <laughs> as an adult but back in back at uni stuff like that good times yeah had to drink the stink wine the bad <laughs> the bad bagged grape juice yeah grape juice that's this, a good way to describe it these bad grapes <laughs> it's just it's just i mean to me all, it all tastes bad it's just that it was in a bag and you could use it as a pillow after. Oh, I had a oh. nice wine that I had the other day, though, and it was limited edition from Aldi and I can't get it anymore. I got one and then I finished that and I was like, mm, that was a good. That was actually surprisingly nice for like eight dollars. And then like the next week, I was like, oh, I'll go get get another one. And I went and got another one. Yeah. And then after that, I noticed on the bottle it said limited edition. So I was like, oh, I better go back and get a couple just for the future and, and to show my friend. And then, like, I went and they changed it to a different one with a green label full of stink wine that I don't want. My good one was gone forever. And I even asked our friend Alex, who, who owns Aldi, if he, could, if he could, like, hook me up. Where can I get a bottle of this good grape stuff? And he said, no. And once it's gone, Go we don't know where it goes. It's just gone. There's wily Germans. That's how they do it. Like they, it seems like that's how Aldi works. Like I think of it because I don't really go there much, but I think of it as like Woolworths or like any other supermarket chain. But like it's a grocery chain that sometimes sells TVs and like random, random, random things. Yeah. <laughs> but like never the same thing twice. It's basically like whatever shows up at random that people, I guess, passing by happen to sell. Yeah. Like just passing backpackers what they have in their backpack. But That's I mean, they, sustains Aldi. <laughs> they have a good like alcoholic beverage selection. It's just this one happened to be like a special limited edition one they put in there. And I didn't believe the bottle that it said limited release on it, that it actually wasn't going to be there anymore. <laughs> yeah. And took it for granted. And now it's gone forever. I love how blatant they are as ripoffs of other drinks, though. Oh, I love I love ripoffs of like, everything. Like instead of Schweppes, it's. Schleps or something <laughs> like that. This is this is flepsy. <laughs> Would you like some delicious ochre cooler? <laughs> yeah, I love slightly different names of things. It's amazing. <laughs> same labeling, just generally the same marketing. It's just slightly bad. <laughs> Looks like they kind of made it in paint or ripped it off in paint. Yeah. Um, do you want to know how to celebrate this day, though? I guess you already know. Oh man, you basically have you ever heard of a wizard stuff? A wizard, not like a real staff. wizard, not like a wizard staff, but like when you drink a heap of beverages in cans and then tape them up into a giant stick. Oh no, I haven't, but that's amazing. Yeah, that's you. You build a wizard staff, and then by the end of the night, like when you're drinking, having some beverages, you have a mighty wizard staff. And I guess what you do is you get up on top of a building or a large flight of stairs and try and jump directly onto the standing wizard staff <laughs> and crush all of the cans on the way down perfectly. Oh, okay. That's that's how you actually like reach enlightenment in the can sense. Yeah, or well, you just get impaled on all the cans you were drinking that night. <laughs> Whoops. Oh. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Dang it. Um how would you do it? Uh I don't know, crush some cans. I guess if you want to, like, do a more exciting version, I guess crush them up into, like, a powder, sprinkle them on things. That would be exciting. Uh, blow them at people. <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> <What's that? laughs> Just metal dust in your eyes. 
Haha, <laughs> 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 you blinked. <laughs> <laughs> that genuinely hurts a lot. <laughs> it's metal. <laughs> I mean, if you ground it down fine enough, at least it'd be kind of like sand. Um, which would still suck in your eyes, of course. But what, if it's not that coarse sand. What I find interesting about this day is it doesn't specify that it should be a drinking can. Wow. So we can look at- It the, could be an eating can? It could be an eat- well, It could be one of them fine eating cans. And if we look at this information I've got up- <laughs> Just beans. Um, <laughs> it is real. You might actually be interested to know the sizing of uh, eaten cans and how that works. Um, I am interested. So, um, consider most me food paint cans. Paint me interested. I think. Actually, maybe before we go to that, we should hear a quick word from our sponsor, though. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Let's go. Quick, hop in the can. Oh man, my cans are too perfect. <laughs> are you a fan of exotic birds? Do you sometimes worry that your regular birds that you have as your pets are not uh, exotic enough? Here you are with your pigeon and your seagull, but why not instead get a toucan? Did you know that canned exotic bird is just as good as fresh? Get a canned toucan today. <laughs> you can get it. All the flavor of a fresh toucan in convenient can form. Alright, we're back. All right, we're- no, you say it. Alright, we're back. Tell us more about the can process you were talking about. Uh, well, what I do is I take a can and I crush it down into a small flat shape. The food cans. Oh, the food cans. No, I don't do that with them because my foot would get sliced into a cylindrical, like, inset. Yeah, that'd... Like, you go, time to crush this can, but instead you go... Your foot goes all the way to the ground, but the can does not change at all. This remains sturdy, unchanged. This is now a can of me. Oh... Oh yeah, just you just fill your fill the can with your foot. That's when you do. Oh, that will require a tetanus shot. <laughs> um, so can sizes, food cans, eaten cans. Um, did you know that the most common one, uh, is called a number two can? I don't. I didn't. Is it really colourful? No, it's just like the regular cans uh, that you get. And from the exotic country of wherever two cans are from. No, it's just like the regular cans that you get. It's like, uh, okay. but it, it means that if like someone is going to pick you up a can of something, you can say, hey, get me a number two can of this. <laughs> is that a Jamaican accent? No, that was like, uh, it's kind of like New York-y sort of Boston, maybe New York, I think. Oh yeah. Like a, like a, like a, I was going to say a mobster, but I guess it's not necessarily a mobster. Yeah. It's someone from Boston. Like from the city of mobsters. <laughs> yeah. Hey, get me a toucan. <laughs> get a toucan. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, too, would like a toucan. So, that's the sizing convention. Are there three cans? Uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of different types. There's number two. There's number two vacuum. There's jumbo. There's number 2.5. There's number 10, which is for those big fruits and vegetables. Fruits and vegetables in a can? <laughs> Yeah, number two typically takes juices, soups, and vegetables. 
Oh, right. I guess this isn't drinks. This is this is basically like a whole pineapple just sitting in the bo- bottom of like a bucket-sized can. Yeah, so the reason I say number two can is because the other cans on this Wikipedia page are based essentially on their equivalent size to the number two can for some reason. Okay. So, like- It's just the standard? So, like, I, I, I'm guessing you're following. You can see the logical structure of this. A number 300 can is 0.7 of a number two can. Oh, maybe it's the amount of, like, milliliters in it. Although that'd be three seventy five for no. a fruit can, no, and then no. and also it's American, so it bases everything on fluid ounces. A number ten can what? is five what? number they two they cans. They use milliliters. They use what's that? OZ. Yeah, Oz. Why don't we use that? That makes more sense for us. It does. Why aren't we the weird one on that front? Well, I think everything for us is just one Oz. Yeah, one That's unit. One, Oz. one unit of one. Australian food. <laughs> yeah. So essentially, yeah, all these can names are complete. Um, garbage. They've named it in a really bad way. It's like <laughs> you start with your like perfect pure number two can. I guess this is like the second revision of the original can. Like this isn't nearly large enough. <laughs> so let's get it. Let's make a new version of this one. Let's call it number two. And then mm. we're like, let's base. Let's um. Now let's just call everything else whatever we want. I got <laughs> number five. Like an iPhone. So number five can is three times as big roughly as number two can. Number 10 can is five times roughly as big as number two. This is the iCan Plus. It's about 6.5 times as big as a two can. <laughs> um, do you want to know, can you guess what number 303 can is compared to uh, Isn't that two? an error on the internet? No, that's 404. That's 404. I don't know. Is it big? Is it really big? Is that a pool? No, it's 0.8. So it's not quite a two can. No. <laughs> I once bought a giant can of beer thinking it would be a great idea to just get one giant beer. <clears throat> it was a it was a Korean beer. It was Asashi and it was like how do I describe the size of it in Oz's? What's an Oz? In milliliters, it was two liters. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. Was it very and, long or was it large? No, maybe it was one liter. Maybe it was one liter. It was large. It was just generally large. It had a handle. Um, but it sounds like a great idea, maybe, because it's like, well, it's efficient. I don't have to open 20, beer, 20 cans then. It's great. But it gets warm very quickly. And then you just got this <laughs> giant supply of warm beer to drink. And yeah. it was kind of awful anyway. Like, it was extra bitter. Korean beer I found to be a bit more bitter, or at least this one, a sashi. And I'm not a beer drinker to begin with. And I was just like, all right, I guess this is my drink. And I just sipped it, sipped it till we had to go. And then I slammed it all and it was awful. Wait, you bought it at a place? You didn't buy this of your own, at, like at home? I didn't buy it at home. <laughs> like You didn't buy it <laughs> from a store and bring it home. You bought it at a venue. No, I bought it as pre-drinks. Oh, okay. All right. So I bought it at a, at a bottle shop and then drank it. While playing pool like a gentleman with my <laughs> jug of beer the size of milk. Just like <laughs> <God>. <laughs> drinking my beer. I mean, it had a cap on it, so I could at least close it, but it was warm very Ugh. quick. It was gross. No. Um, I think I crushed it at the end, though, because it was a somewhat weak version of aluminium. So I was able oh. to crush it. I stood on it. I was like, man. But I think actually it was big. So when I stood on it, it crunched around my foot. <laughs> oh, God. I was like, ah, oh, dang it. <laughs> clomp, clomp, clomp until I could like get rid of it. Um, until I finally pulled it off my boot. Yeah. So going back to drink cans, um, in the US, the standard can is 4.83 inches high. 
Um, they also have 16-ounce cans that they call pounders or 24-ounce cans, which are double as big as the regular can they refer to as tall boys. Is that real? Are you saying, are you, are you saying that? No, it's real. Like, it, which I think they should rename to long boys. That would be much better. <laughs> long long, long boys. boys. That's a hard word to say without N. Yeah. Which I think we have... In Australia, Lomb. I don't think um, they're as common though. Um, Long boys. In Australia, the standard size is three seventy-five mil, and then energy drinks are just like whatever the fuck you want, anywhere between they're like two fifty and five hundred mil. Yeah, just like a small bucket, small bucket of monster. Mm. This has this can has six hundred and seventy-five jewels in it. You better let them out. Oh no, <laughs> jewels like the person. <laughs> Help. <laughs> A chorus oh. of helps come. They're so delicious, though. <laughs> uh, got anything else about cans, though? Um, you know, um, hmm. I've got a can right here. I can crush it live on live on the podcast. That's the kind of can-do attitude I like. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'll just pour the rest out onto the carpet. All right, all right, ready? I'm gonna do it with my bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. <laughs> he did it. It like just completely crushed in. No, yeah, it's, it's no still idea. perfectly. Ah, uh, he did it the coward's way. <laughs> I did it. You did yeah. it. The, you did it the coward. You- I always step on them. I can't do it with my hands. I don't know if there's a technique to it that I don't know, yes. or whether I just have girl. Or I like like just 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 not the arms for soft, it. Soft, soft, weak, flimsy hands. <laughs> Yeah. No, see, so you did it the coward's way where you bend the can first and crush in the structural integrity of the sides instead can, of just slapping kind of, that thing together and breaking it. It, it kind of ruins the point. Yeah, like, it The does. whole point of flattening it perfectly is to save maximum space, but this actually takes up more space, if anything. Yeah, now when you put I, that I in your pocket. Well, where am I going to pack this? <laughs> it's not going to fit in my pocket. It's not going to fit anywhere. It's just ruined. If, and if anything, it's really spiky now. Oh, well. You can get the last little like few drops of the drink now, though, at least. Through the yeah, corners, <laughs> like a like a like a like a funnel type. Yeah. Well, that was exciting. Yeah, yeah. Now, are you going to crush one? Ah, uh, no, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I'm out of the game. I was too efficient. I was, I was too, too good. good. I was too good at it. You, you, you need some cans crushed. I went by a different name back then. Can can crushing. Joe. <laughs> Can crushing Joe is what they would call me. I would run these streets crushing cans. You need a, you need a can crushed, you come to me. Then what happened is it ext- people started getting um, too pushy. They wanted me to crush other things. Eventually, I was crushing people day in, day, day out, <laughs> just walking around. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I could pick them up by the head and feet. <laughs> <laughs> Just squash them into a pancake. <laughs> Just like... After a while, word spread and you knew that if you needed the, someone crushed, an enemy, you came to Can Crush and Joe. <laughs> but I'm out of that game now. Nothing's going to make me come back. <laughs> yeah. You know, my family was crushed. <laughs> By Can Crush and Phil. In a horror... Though, it, was, um, it was leading up to the 2013... Olympic can crushing games and me and can crush and Phil we go way back it was a horrible accident 
where my family got in the way of him crushing the cans. <laughs> he, was on a, he was already on a crushing roll. And he was in the, like a can crushing rage. <laughs> <laughs> like crushing regular cans. Yeah. And then like he just picked them up went, <laughs> and just crushed all of them before he could even stop them. All three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah flat. No. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, so I'm out of the game. Um, I think I think that's enough for the episode. Is it like John Wick out of the game, though? Eventually going to go on a can-crushing spree and just crush <laughs> heaps of cans? It's because someone crushed, crushed one too many people. I don't know. I'll bring this character back if we ever do another can-related episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ah, can-crushing joke. covers it. Yeah. Um, so thanks We've- for listening. Merry 27th of December. Enjoy the 96 days. 96? 90, 96. It's Halloween! It's Get coming. spooky! It's here! Yeah. Oh no, it's the can-crushing demon. What What it's- can are you going t- to Halloween for? What? I'm thinking, like of, I'm thinking of Pepsi. That's pretty scary. Oh. Like, like you're going to dress up as a Pepsi? Yeah, like at Halloween, you dress up as a can. Because that's dangerous. Like, what if Can Crush and Phil mistakes you for a regular <laughs> can? Like, hopefully it's not... Like, he's not in the same town as you, right? Obviously, like, he's he's long gone. He had to skip the country. Yeah, he his career was over after he crushed my entire family. Well, like, what if you see someone else dressed as a can and you're just like, oh, no, and you like, lose control of yourself? What if someone is dressed as, like, a really thirsty boy and they just come and try to drink, drink. you? Let us drink you. Ah, gloop. It's more scary for you as the can then. Yeah, I would probably go as vanilla Coke. What can are you going as? What's your favorite? Uh, my favorite or my yeah. scariest? Favorite. Uh, if it was ice? scariest, it'd be Pepsi. <laughs> La ice? Scarier than a- Pardon? LA Ice. Yeah. Can you get cans of LA Ice? <laughs> I bet you could. <laughs> Probably, but they'd be bad cans, I imagine. <laughs> They're like made of plastic or wood. <laughs> just chips and just like something like like paper cans from McDonald's kind of cans and they just gradually sort of erode in the fridge. <laughs> like, dang it. Yeah, I think that does it for us. So we'll see you next time. Um, tweet us what can you're going to Halloween for as. Ne- uh, yeah, for as. <laughs> Bye. Next time, next time we'll see you. It'll be a sp- 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 spooky. Next time you see me, I'll be a big Pepsi. See ya. pre-made advertisement for this section but i don't know where it is right now because i'm on my phone but that's cool um if you like this show i do a different show and if you want more me you can go check that out it's called one letter better it's got so few downloads at the moment so many less than this one and if you enjoy if you got to this point for some reason you must have been enjoying the show maybe i hope so um go check that out it's called one letter better and it's a comedy podcast featuring um 
uh, just so many guests from the Mbim Bambino podcaster community, fans of My Brother, My Brother and Me, the podcast, the experience, the community. It's great. And we talk about uh, titles of things and we change them just a little bit and then we and then we try and explain what that would be. So, like, I'm not going to give you an example. Go check it out. It's called One Letter Better. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you another time. Bye.